the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast, where we discuss the earth, air, fire, water, and spirit elements of building a thriving, successful, creative business and life. I'm your host, Sarah. If you're watching live on Instagram, I'm so excited that you're here. If you're listening on the podcast, so excited that you're here. I am with you today on the Scorpio New Moon to deliver your Scorpio reading for the collective. The cards are shuffled. They're ready to go. I'm flying a little blind tonight. Usually I come with a lot of notes, but I didn't bring notes tonight. So um, you're just going to get it the way that it comes. Take it if you like it. If not, send it right back. (laughs) So we always do the same six card spread. And we're starting with what's going on right now in relationship to you, your life, a creative project that you're starting, your business, what's going on right now. And the card that we got is against the grain. And this card suggests that you are different. You are designed to be different. You're meant to be different. You see things differently than other people. You see things the way you think they should be. You see the potential for beauty in the world and in relationships, in local government, in politics. You see things differently. And to you, it's like so obvious. You're like, oh, why can't it just be like this? Why shouldn't it just go this way? You're a dreamer, you're a rebel, you're creative, and you have a unique way of seeing things, and that is your gift. The downside of that gift is that it's lonely, and you've probably spent a lot of your life being shamed for the way that you see things, or told that you're wrong, or told that you're a dreamer, or told that the way that you see things is impractical, impossible, will never work, shouldn't be that way, too radical, too different, too immature, whatever it is, people have told you no. It can't be like that. And this can be family, it can be friends, it can be your art scene, it can be your social scene, it can just be um, society writ large, it can be your government, right? But you have spent a lot of your life being told this different way that you see things and the unique perspective that you have is not right. And that has made you feel lonely And it has also at times made you doubt yourself and made you feel like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know what's going on. Maybe they're right about me. Maybe maybe I am immature. Maybe I am impulsive. Maybe I am just like, maybe I just don't get it. But that's not true. And deep down, you know that's not true. And what is coming up for you right now is that you're starting to just accept No, I'm different and I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. And not only that, but the way that you're different is your gift, is your magic, is the thing that you're meant to share with people. It is the thing that makes you stand out. It's the contribution that you have brought to this plane. And it's going to be your ticket, your path. You're meant to be exactly as you are and you're meant to share it. So what's happening for you right now is that you're coming into a grand stage of fuck it. That's what I'm going to call this. Scorpio season for you is a grand stage of fuck it. And in Scorpio season, right, Scorpio is deep water. 
big emotions, shadow work. We get to look at all of the things emotionally that have been blocking us, protecting us, holding us back from stepping into our fuck it era in the past. So it's time for our fuck it era. It's time to really just be like, this is me, take it or leave it. And we feel this stirring within us right now. The era of fuck it is upon us. So what's blocking us? What's blocking us is this card, what's already within you. What's already within you, I think of being the like certification collectors card. So when we're in this place of I'm not ready yet, I call it also like ducks in a row procrastination. I'm not ready yet. I can't publicly let everyone know my new unique position, the thing that I want to share. Can't publicly do it yet because I haven't dotted all of my I's and crossed all of my T's. I haven't done all of the research. I'm not the world's biggest expert yet. So I can't afford to be that different that boldly because I'm not perfect yet. I don't have enough clout. I don't have a big enough following. I don't have enough money. I don't know enough. I have to learn more things. I have to get certified in some more stuff. I have to like gather every single bit of um, conversational preparedness I can because I know when I present this unique thought that I have, people are going to push back and they're going to argue with me and I want to be prepared for every single argument and have the perfect answer. Whatever that thing is that's like, I'm not ready yet, that's what's blocking us. Any part of us that feels like we know that we're coming into our fuck it era, but there's a part of us that's cropping up and saying, Mm, I'm, I'm almost ready, but let me blah, blah, blah first. That's the block. The other thing that I, I see in this card, the what's already within you card, because this card is just like, no, you have it. You're ready. It's our, everything that you need to take this next step is you. It's your natural gifts. Like you don't, there's no preparing for being yourself. You just have to be yourself. That's it. There's nothing left to do. But for those of us, which is most of us, who have spent so long thinking there's an answer out there. There's something I'm going to find that's going to make this easier to bear. There's, um, I'm going to get this one certification and then everything's going to be better in my life. I'm going to go work for this one company and then all of my financial troubles will be solved. When I sell this one offer, everything's going to be fixed. Once I work with this one mentor, all my problems will be solved. That fantasy that there is a thing out there for us that's going to fix everything is hope for us. It's something that has brought us some solace and some comfort and some joy in the past. And it has felt good to think there's something out there and I'm going to find it. And when I find it, everything's going to click into place for me and get so much easier. Somebody's going to save me. There's a white knight out there somewhere. There's a solution out there somewhere for me. And if I just keep digging long enough, I'm going to find the thing that makes this stepping out on my own and being so different. It's going to make it easier. I'm going to suddenly have all the confidence in the world and the money's going to come pouring in and all of the credit and all of the accolades are going to come pouring in. And it's going to be great once I find that thing. Giving that up 
is hard. That's a cat. Hello, baby. You come to help? Giving that up can be hard and it can be sad and there can be some grief that goes along with letting go of the search and being like, mm, even if there is a one best right thing out there, I'm done searching for it. I'm not doing that anymore. That can be a little sad. And so maybe that's the block is that it feels sad and scary to give up the idea that there's something out there in the future that we get to keep hoping for and letting that go feels a little bit deflating. We still have to let it go. It can also be something in the past. So if you have any story that's like, I missed my chance. If I had just done it before COVID, if I had just done it last year, if I had just done it before the housing crash of 2008, whatever, like if I had just done it somewhere back there, then it would have worked, but I waited too long. It's not behind you either. It's within you. You are ready now. Ain't nothing to it, but to do it but we don't want that to be true. So that's what's blocking us right now is like, we're like now, like go now. And spirit's like, yeah, go now. And you're like, mm, but wait, maybe I should blah, blah, blah. Persecutors like, no, now, now. What's the gift that comes when we go now, when we go forward, when we step into our fuck it era? Diving for light. This is an ultimate Scorpio vibe if ever there was one. This is about going into your emotional waters. So there may be something happening for you right now, some circumstance in your life that is big challenging. It could be a divorce, it could be a relationship ending, it could be leaving a job, it could be an actual death, but it also doesn't have to be anything that dramatic. It may just be something inside you as simple as like, as simple but not easy as accepting the circumstances of your own life rather than wishing things had been different or feeling like if I had just been different then blah 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 it could just be accepting yourself your rage your sadness your anxiety there is some darkness right what we would call right quote unquote there's some darkness that um you've maybe been resisting and we want to let that darkness go. We want to, mm, let me rephrase that. We don't want to let the darkness go. We want to let resisting the darkness go. Instead of resisting it, we want to go into it. We want to let it be. It's about understanding that shadow work is not about fighting the shadow. It's not about preventing the shadow. It's not about beating the shadow. It's not about healing the shadow. It's about compassion for all of you, for all of you. So maybe in your what's, what's already within you, maybe this has been like, well, I have to completely not be sad anymore and then I can lead. No, lead sad. Right? I have to I have to completely heal my anxiety before I can start my business. Lead with your anxiety. Share. I'm an entrepreneur with anxiety. Let that out. Let that be true. Share that with people. If it's um I'm just angry and I feel like I cannot move forward being this angry, lead from your anger. Let it be true and let that teach you. Dance with it. 
let it come out. Let it be something that you let people see. Don't think you have to solve your shadow before you start. Don't think you're going to somehow magically re re like heal or release or resolve all of your deep wounds and then you can share and then you can be seen and then you'll be inscrutable. Then you'll be right above reproach. Then no one will be able to call you on things. It's not that. You've got to dance with all of you. Let all of you come along for the ride. Don't try to leave any part of yourself behind. Also in this card, in this Diving for Light card, it talks about how this period is vulnerable for you. So it could be vulnerable because you're in this challenging circumstance in your life and you're like being forced to look at your shit because circumstances are demanding it. Or it could just be because you're choosing to step into your fuck it era and go forward. And it's just a very vulnerable time. So during this vulnerable time, be very careful about who you talk to about what you're doing. We all know, and we talk about this on in these readings all the time, your hater-ass family members and your hater-ass friends, the people you cannot tell about what you're working on, the people who, through their best intentions, project their fear onto you. Um, I know my parents and I know many people's parents when you're like, oh, I'm going to go do this thing. I'm going to start this business. I'm going to quit my safe job and, you know, pursue acting. I'm going to leave my marriage, right? Whatever it is that there's going to be maybe that parent or that person in your life who's like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Aren't you afraid? Isn't that scary? What about this? What about money? Aren't you don't tell that person right now because you don't need that extra noise in what you're dealing with. We don't need any of that extra yuck. We also want to be extra alert to the hater ass voice in our own head. So any part of you that's like, don't share that, that's not good, this isn't ready, you're not good enough yet, who do you think you are? Any of that, that actually is the diving for light. That actually is the, um, the ego protection that's been keeping you from your fuck it era. That's what that is, right? That's that voice that says, uh, uh don't share that. People aren't going to accept that from you. Don't say that. That's too personal. That's too vulnerable. It thinks it's helping. It thinks it's protecting you from criticism, rejection, abandonment, punishment. It thinks it's doing a good thing. The thing that shows up that makes you uh, have a bout of depression right before you're about to hit go on a big launch. The thing that shows up in you that's like, I should blow up my life and move across the country right when you're about to announce that you're starting your business. Whatever those things are, we want to pay extra close attention to those during Scorpio season because those are the pearls in the dive. That's the shit you need to look at. Those are the clues as to what needs to get loved on, integrated, healed, brought into the fold so that you can fully enter the fuck it era. So that you can be like, no, I'm not doing that this time. Fuck it. I'm saying the thing. Fuck it. I'm going to let them see that I'm sad. Fuck it. I'm going to let them see that I'm anxious. I'm going to let them see that I don't have all the answers. Fuck it. I'm going to tell my truth. 
Pay attention to the voices that pop up inside you that try to talk you out of doing that because those are the shadows that need your love, your compassion, your healing, your grace, your I see you. I see that you're here at the party. I see that you want to protect me. I appreciate you for showing up and we're doing it anyway this time. Thank you for coming. That's the gift that comes from accepting that you are meant to be different and that everything you need to share your difference with the world is already inside you. You get to show up as you are, boils and all. So what is our advice for dealing with the outside world as we do this? Release the dark wound and let love live. We've been getting this all year. The dark wound is perfectionism. That's it, right? This is the message we've been getting. We're still getting it. Stop being perfectionistic with this shit. So any part of you, that voice that's like, gotta be healed first before I can lead. Can't let anybody see that I'm struggling. Can't let anybody see, especially for my coaches, my healers, my uh, consultants, my mentors, my teachers. Sometimes we can get into this thing of like, I can't lead because I'm not perfect in that area. Who am I to help people with their wounds when I have wounds? Everybody's got wounds. The criteria for doing your work is not that you're perfect. That's not what people need from you. So if there's any perfectionistic part of you that's been telling you that you can't go forward until you blank, right? Can't go forward until you are all the way healed, all the way better, that you have this problem all the way solved, we've got to let go of that perfectionism. If that perfectionism is showing up in terms of like, I can't let people see me market, I can't show up on social media on days that I'm sad, on days that I don't have makeup on, on days that I feel anxious, on days that I feel like I don't have the answer, Whatever this perfectionism is, we've got to let it go. If it's the certification hunting, I don't know enough yet. I'm not enough of an expert yet. Got to learn more first. Got to let it go. That is our mantra as we step into our fuck it era. I'm showing up how I am. It's not going to be perfect. Done is better than perfect. Right? There is a time for good is the enemy of great. It is not this time. This is the time for done is better than perfect. Let it out. Message from our spirit guides. We need faith in the process. Nothing is the salve for perfectionism more than faith in the process. I'm going to say it again. Nothing is the salve for perfectionism like faith in the process. Because what does faith in the process give us? It gives us the unshakable internal certainty that no matter what happens, I'm gonna be all right. I might share this, it might not go well, I'm gonna be okay. I might share this super vulnerable thing that I'm scared to share, it might go great. I might put myself out there and share my really different perspective on something that everyone in my industry thinks is one way and I see another way and it might bring me a fuck ton of clients. It might work out great. That's what faith in the process brings us. And I might share it and it might go terrible and I'm going to be all right. I might share it and people might not like it 
and I'm going to be all right. I might share my truth that I no longer am happy in this relationship and it's time for me to leave and that might be hard and scary for everybody and cause a lot of upheaval and I have faith that I'm going to be all right. Without that faith that it's going to go okay no matter what happens, whether it goes the way we want it to go or it goes really poorly, I'm going to be okay either way. Of course our perfectionism shows up because our perfectionism is trying to protect us from having a bad outcome that we can't deal with. Our perfectionism wants to make sure that we don't encounter criticism, rejection, abandonment, or punishment because our perfectionism says, you're just a little baby and you can't handle those things. You can't handle being criticized. You can't handle being rejected. You can't handle being disappointed. You can't handle being, you can't handle backlash. You're not going to be able to handle it. So let's just not do anything so that I can protect you from having anything bad happen to you. You know what happens when we try to protect ourselves from anything happening to us? We protect ourselves from anything happening to us. We need to do some stuff and we need to trust that it's going to be okay no matter what. Even if it's hard in the short term, if we play the game long enough, we're going to be back on top. Even if we encounter some pushback and there are people who are not super into what we're doing, we have to have faith that we're going to be okay no matter what. That's what allows us to release perfectionism. So as we're in this Scorpio season, the depths of these spiritual waters, take a look at, especially if you consider yourself to be a spiritual person, are you out here lighting all the candles and wearing all the oils, but deep down you don't trust that spirit's got your back? Deep down, you don't believe you're going to be okay no matter what. Deep down, you don't really believe that the universe only ever has three answers for you. Yes, not yet, or I have something better for you. If you don't really believe that, we got to fine tune those faith muscles a little bit. If we're noticing that our inner critic, our inner harsh voice, our perfectionism is trying to protect us from ever putting ourselves out there, we got to look at like, do I really not have faith? that I'm being guided, that I'm being protected, that I'm being supported? Do I not have faith in my own resilience emotionally as a person that I can withstand challenges? I need to touch that up right now. I need to dig into my own deep waters and trust that I have the reserves that will allow me to be okay no matter what. The other thing that this card says is that when we're out here trying to control everything ourselves, we're not believing, accepting that there's a part of this process that is spirits to do. We have to do our part so that spirit can do theirs. So we have to take these steps and put ourselves out there so that spirit can work in our favor. But if we're trying to control every single thing and micromanage every little thing because we don't really believe that we're being guided and protected, spirit can't do its part. And there's a part of this, your project, your art, your place in the world, there's a part of it that isn't yours to manage. It is too big, and right? Not because you're doing anything wrong, not because you're deficient, but it's just too big for you to do on your own. It is the unseen part that has to be done in collaboration with Source. And so we have to have faith that that's happening and trust that there are unseen forces that are conspiring in our favor, that are happy to do a part, that are happy to work for us, we have to let them by letting go a little bit. 
meow. Our final guidance in this situation is seeing the true you. There's a loud plane passing overhead. <laughs> seeing the true you is about reflections, the quality of reflection around us. This card suggests that we've gotten a little bit too focused on what other people see in us and who other people tell us we are, how other people tell us we are, what other people tell us our gifts are. We're a little too caught up in other people's perceptions of us right now to the point that we are doubting our own inner knowing of who we are, who we're knowing ourselves to be. And what I think about with this card, first I want to jump back to where we started, our against the grain card coming full circle. If you've spent your life knowing I'm meant to be different and other people have told you, no, you're not. You're like, I am meant to see things differently and other people have told you, no, you're just weird. So some of this is I've put too much faith my whole life in what other people have told me I am. I know myself to be one way and people have always told me I'm another way and it has thrown off my inner perception of who I am in the world and I'm starting to peel that off and come into my own knowing of self. What I think about with this card is um, our inner sense of what we think we look like, being a more static thing. So our reflection in anything is only as good or as valuable as the surface doing the reflecting. So if we look at our reflection in a mirror, we have a pretty accurate picture of what we look like. When we look at our reflection in a muddy pond, it's gonna look different. If we look at our reflection in a, a car window, it's gonna look halfway see-through. The surface doing the reflecting is the thing, right? And most of us don't get confused about that. Most of us are not confused if we look in a funhouse mirror that maybe that's what we look like. We don't suddenly panic and go, oh my gosh, am I wavy? Oh my gosh, am I 22 feet tall and I didn't know it all of a sudden? We don't doubt our reflection based on seeing an image of us that's distorted. We don't think that... Um, when we see ourselves with a filter that squishes our face, we don't suddenly go, oh no, is my face squished? We don't doubt what we look like. But with emotional reflections, it's different. So if somebody says to you, you know, you're really not that good at this, that's when we're like, oh no, am I totally wrong about myself? If somebody's like, you're actually really mean, you're like, oh no, am I? And I didn't know it. We can get more knocked off our center, I find, when it comes to people telling us about their perception of who and how we are emotionally than we get confused about what we look like, right? I think this is important to recognize. We can see ourselves reflected back to us in all kinds of different ways without being shaken. What this card is asking of us is to be a little bit more like that when it comes to our emotions. Let everyone reflect back to you whatever they want. People are like, you're the best thing since sliced bread. And you're like, that's probably true. And people are like, you are the devil incarnate. And you're like, 
that's probably true because both of those reflections are about you and not about me. Both of these reflections that you're offering are your perception of me and they're true for you and that's fine. I don't need to take them on. I don't need to put a ton of stock in um, your positive perception of me, nor do I need to put a ton of stock in someone's negative perception of me because I am focused more on my perception of me. That's the one I'm going to listen to for right now. If you do need to listen to someone else's perception of you because we're in this diving for light phase where we're really vulnerable and we're being asked not to talk too much to our haters, inner or outer, the friends in your life who really hype you up, who tell you that you're great, who tell you that you are brilliant, who tell you that your work is good enough, who tell you, oh my gosh, you should sell that, that's really valuable, that idea needs to be shared, you can rely on those people right now a little bit. Um, just on the days that you're feeling wobbly, on the day that your own inner hater is cropping up and being like, mm, I don't think you should do this, check in with your, your most hype squad people and allow them to bolster you a little bit. But for the most part, what we're working on right now is not putting too much stock into anyone's reflections of us, whether they're really positive or really negative, relying instead on who we know ourselves to be inside. And if you're not sure who you are inside, or if there's an area where you're like, oh, I'm just not sure. Am I good? Am I kind? Am I loving? Am I in integrity? That's your work to do during Scorpio season. Go dive in there and find out. Tonight on our Master Moon call, we were talking about shadow and a lot of people, a few people were saying, you know, when I look at, we always start our journaling by looking at where the moon falls in our chart. So where does one degree of Scorpio fall in your chart and what does that let you know about where you might need to do some work? That's designed to point you in the direction of your own blind spots. And people were like, oh yeah, sometimes when I look at that, I don't relate to it especially when it comes to Scorpio, you probably won't. That's why it's shadow. You probably won't. Your knee-jerk reaction to it will probably be, I don't have that problem. If that's your knee-jerk reaction, dig. If it, if it isn't like almost unbearably uncomfortable to consider, it's not a shadow. If it's easy to look at, if you already know it about yourself, if you can talk about it with no feelings, probably not shadow. It's shadow because it's hidden from you. <laughs> it's shadow because it's obfuscated. It's shadow because your ego doesn't want to let you see it because it thinks it's protecting your sense of self and your fragility. It doesn't want you to look at ooh, maybe I'm kind of jealous. Maybe I'm really not in my integrity. Maybe I do play the victim in my relationships. Maybe I do, um, you know, tend towards self-sabotage. Maybe I, you know, am really mean to myself. Whatever it is that we are like, ooh, gosh, I don't like admitting that that could possibly be true about me. And when I do, I can only tolerate sitting with the maybe that's true for a few minutes at a time. That's how you know you're on the right track. When you're in this diving for light phase, don't think you can do a shallow dive and you'll have that answer. If you're not in the realm of like, oh God, I don't even like considering that. I don't even like looking at that part of myself. I don't even like considering that I'm jealous, that I'm 
competitive, that I'm envious of my friends. Like, right, some, it's gotta be something that you're like, oh God, I don't even like saying it out loud. Then you're on the right track. That's the stuff we're looking for. The stuff where our knee-jerk reaction is, I don't have that. I don't relate to that. That's not a problem for me. Are you sure? Maybe you're right. And maybe there's a part of you that is lovingly trying to be like, don't go into that basement. Don't look at that because you're not ready. You are ready. You're ready right now. The things that are in there are your gift, are your magic, are the key that's going to unlock the door to your fuck it era. I pulled a shadow card for us. What is the shadow that we're going to be dealing with for all of this? And it's self-love, which we've also gotten as our shadow a couple times this year. Self-love is not all fluffy bubble baths. What love is really about when we're thinking about our relationships with other people is the tenderness, compassion, acceptance, and care we bring to people's flaws. I, I know that about you and I love you. I see that about you and I, I accept it. I see this in you and I believe in your ability to grow, to heal, to change. I see this in you and it doesn't make me trust you any less, right? We bring that to our relationships with our friends, with family members, with romantic partners, but we frequently don't extend that same compassion to ourselves. To ourselves, we extend shame, judgment, harshness, criticism. You shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't feel like that. You shouldn't do that. You should have figured that all out already. Don't let anybody know that you deal with that. Don't share that with people. Nobody will like you if they think that you blah, blah, blah. That's usually what's going on with self, right? Judgment, criticism, shaming. I just took a beautiful five-week course with David Bedrick and Simone Gray Soul called The Shame Clinic. And David teaches... Uh, that shame is not an emotion, it's a way of witnessing. So something happens and we can either provide a loving witness or a shaming witness. The fact that the thing happens isn't inherently the problem, right? Life happens, things happen, people make mistakes, people get hurt, that part's inevitable, right? That pain is inevitable, suffering is a choice adage. Um, shit happens and when it happens, do we provide a loving witness or a shaming witness? So a loving witness might say something to the effect of, hey, it's all right. You made a mistake. It's no big deal. Everybody makes mistakes. It's going to be okay. Come on, let's figure it out together. It's okay that this happened. Let's move on. Let's move forward. This is fine. You're fine. Everything's good. Everyone still loves you. A shaming witness would show up and be like, you're such a fucking idiot. I can't believe you did that. You shouldn't have done that. Everyone's going to know now that you blah, 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 right? A loving witness might be, you know, someone says something mean to you and the loving witness would jump up and say, hey, you can't talk to that person like that. That's a terrible thing that just happened. Are you okay? No one should talk to you like that. And then you're like, oh yeah, I'm being witnessed in my wound. That's right. No one should talk to me like that. That was not okay. I got the love and support I needed in this moment to be sure in myself that I do not deserve that treatment. 
A shaming witness might show up and say, why are you so sensitive? You know that wasn't a big deal. You know that's just how that person is. You shouldn't be so sensitive. You shouldn't make such a big deal out of it. You're overreacting. Are you sure they even said that? It's fine. Don't worry about it. Or are you sure you didn't cause it? What did you do to make that happen? And you doubt yourself and you go, oh no, maybe I am bad. Maybe I did make that happen. Maybe my wound is my fault, right? That's the difference between the loving witness and the shaming witness. And almost all of us are walking around self-shaming, being the shaming witness to our own life a lot of the time. We're either telling ourselves our injuries aren't a big deal and we need to get over it and not be so sensitive and we're gaslighting ourselves and downplaying what's happening, or we are beating ourselves up when we make mistakes or both, right? Telling ourselves we're not good enough. We need to shift into having and being a loving witness. Hey, that thing that happened to me was not okay. It was not my fault and it's not okay. Um, that mistake that I made, it's not a problem. Everyone makes mistakes. I am still good and worthy and lovable and capable and I can fix that mistake. So when we're talking about self-love as a shadow for this process, this whole big process we've just gone through of releasing perfectionism or nurturing the fullness of who we are, letting ourselves be seen and witnessed and celebrated, having faith in the process, trusting our own uh, understanding of who we are, all of that relies on us loving ourselves, providing a loving witness to our own life doesn't mean that we have to mm, take all the bubble baths, <laughs> though that's perfect and wonderful as well. But what we're really looking at here is, am I giving myself the grace, the compassion, the tenderness, the encouragement and support that I give to my loved ones, that I give to the closest people in my life? Am I treating myself the way that I treat others? Am I giving myself the presence and the compassion that I give to the other people in my life. And if I'm not, I got to start and I got to start right now. And I don't have to fix anything first. I just got to start right now because I deserve that. And because if I don't, I'm never going to fucking get anywhere. I'm just going to talk myself in circles for the rest of my life. And I'm bored, right? I'm bored. I'm tired of talking myself out of doing everything that I want to do. Just got to move forward. And if I want to move forward, I'm going to have to give myself a little damn grace and support and stop waiting for someone else to do it for me, for the answer to be outside of myself. It's got to come from me and it's got to happen now. That's our word for Scorpio season. I hope that this was valuable for you. If you were listening along on Instagram, I'll leave this up on the page and you can leave comments. If you're listening on the podcast, you can email me, hello at intuitiveedgecoaching.com and let me know how this landed for you or you can hop onto Instagram and leave a comment on the reading on my page. My little plug that I'm gonna make before I hop off is that I have a new coaching package that I'm offering for the year of 2023. It's called Best Year Yet. It is the first time I've offered a year-long coaching and mentorship container. I have three spots available. It is for life or business coaching, though honestly, when you're business coaching, it's both, always. And 
If you sign up this week, if you sign up in this last week of October, you will have the opportunity to take a 15-month payment plan instead of a 12-month payment plan, and you will get two bonus months of coaching for free. We'll start in November, and you'll get coaching in November and December instead of waiting to start in January. This is probably the most affordable coaching package that I've offered in a really long time because it allows you to stretch out the package over so many months and also the price point overall is mm, like $10,000 less basically than if you were to do two six-month coaching packages. So by opting in to do the year together, it's a really big saving. So if you've been wanting to coach with me but finances are a thing that have been holding you back from pulling the trigger on that decision, um, I really encourage you to opt into this one once you're in we're together for the year. I only have three of these spots available. And this thing of if you opt in this month, you can take a 15 month payment plan, you get two months free. At the end of next week, it goes down. So at the end of next week, when that goes away, it'll become November, holy shit. You can take a 14 month payment plan and get one month of coaching for free. Once we get into December, uh, you can take a 13 month payment plan, but there's no bonus coaching. And then once we get into January, the doors will be closed. And if I fill three spots before then, the doors will be closed. So that's kind of how the game of this is working. And I know that that might be like a lot to hold in your brain. So if you DM me best year yet, or you email me best year yet, or if you click the link in the show notes, if you're listening on the podcast, there is a document that explains all of the package, all of the payment options, all of the ways that it can work. Um, I'm really excited about this container. I'm really excited about going into a deep coaching mentorship relationship with three of you for the entire year. Um, so yeah, best year yet, 2023. Super excited about it. If you want it, here it is, come and get it. But you better hurry because it's going fast. What's that from? If anybody knows what's that, that, what that is from, please DM me and let me know. Okay, happy Scorpio new moon. Hope you enjoyed this. Okay, love you, bye. That's our episode for today. Thank you as always for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time, so many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at Intuitive Edge Coaching or join my Facebook group, Unstuck Group, to suggest topics or people that you'd like to hear me interview on this show. Have a great day.